Hello and welcome to episode two of the Crazy Happy Life podcast. On today's episode, it's all about parenthood and more specifically, fatherhood. Because my dad, my father, is joining me on the episode today. It's just going to be me and my dad, no Lauren today, because it's all about Father's Day, fatherhood. We're recording it on Father's Day. And if you are a father, you're expecting to be a father, you've thought about being a father, this episode is for you. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. (laughs) It's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. Episode two of the Crazy Happy Life Podcast. And, you know, right after we launched this podcast, we already go into a special edition of it because uh, Lauren is not on today's episode. But my dad is on today's episode. My father, Kip Jenkins, on uh, the show because uh, it's kind of cool. We're recording this on Father's Day because we wanted to do a special episode all about fatherhood. So hello, Dad. Welcome to uh, the land of the podcasting. Hey, it's nice to be here on Father's Day. So um, we're recording this on Father's Day. Um, First off, why don't you give your... I thought you would be a good person to have because uh, you have quite the resume. So why don't you... Tell me your father's resume. How many kids? How many grandkids? Oh, okay. Well, my sweet wife and I have six children. You are the youngest. Thank you. And we have four boys and two girls in that mix. Um, and we've been married for 45 years on the 26th of June this year. And uh, plus, in addition to all of the family experiences we have, I get to enjoy uh, my life experience and had me enjoying a PhD in family studies. Now, when you think about just your personality, um, as you became a parent through six children, 43 years, and you're talking to that brand new parent, is there anything for you as the role of a father? You would have said, gosh, I would have, I would have had more of this characteristic. I wish I would have been more of this instead of less of that. I think what I would counsel now that, you know, uh, our childbearing and child-rearing days are over. And Thank now goodness. We look at- I'm so glad you said the child-bearing <laughs> and rearing days are over, just in case. I didn't want any bad <laughs> visions of you and my mom and just any of that, so that's good. No, no there's a, a different relationship once your uh, children are launched. Uh, that's the period when you leave, Yeah, whether you're getting married or just going to be on your own, the launching period. Um, I think what I would say to them is... Just be prepared for everything and, and be, know this, that you're not going to have the answers for everything. Yeah. And that's a part of what being a parent is, is not knowing everything and just tasting the bitter parts that you can know the sweet parts and tasting the sweet parts and knowing that uh, when you're passing through the bitter parts, is not going to be that way. The other thing that I would counsel new parents to do is think of all the stuff your parents did that you really, really liked and would like to continue on as a part of your family tradition. And think of those things that you kind of wish that your parents would have done differently to reach you as a child and begin to plan with your spouse uh, to incorporate those things into your old family. In other words, remember the best of the best and try to alter the worst of the worst. Yeah, and I, I think that's interesting because you're right. I think everybody has something from their parents that they loved, and you could probably see a connection and carry through. And there's probably everything that someone, while they were a child, they experienced, and they go, you know, my dad did that or my mom did that, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. And you, you try to adapt that, and then it kind exactly. of all filters down. Yeah, my siblings and I talk about one thing that my parents did that all of us really didn't enjoy, and I'm not going to talk about that because it's, it's just something yeah. that we talked about, and all of us uh, 
have not done that with our own yeah. families. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. It's uh, Parents will never be perfect. Yeah. It's, it's just an impossibility. Uh, and you just have to realize that uh, you're experiencing parenthood in the way that you experience it firsthand and with your own offspring. Yeah. Being a, the role of a father, I feel like if you look back uh, to the back in the olden days when you were alive and dinosaurs were roaming the earth and the earth you know, was just cooling. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You, t- you took a stegosaurus to work and all that. Like the role of a father. And I feel like my role as a father, although there are core things that are the same, they're done in different styles. And yeah. you brought up everyone is kind of different, but I feel like, you know, years and years and years ago, the father, he was the authoritarian. It was the, you know, and there there was kind of the, you know, I had to walk up, you know, uphill snowing to school both ways. <laughs> yeah. And I, I there's times that I feel like I'm not like that. I'm when when Lauren and I are watching a romance movie, I'm the one that's bawling my eyes out. I'm the sensitive one. The role of a father, if if you had to if you had to, you know, factor down to a couple specific things, what do you think it is now? How do you think it's changed? How, how have you realized that maybe did your role as a father change at all when the kids were younger to when they're older and to when you became older and more experienced? Your life is always changing. You're never the same. You start off with your first child and you, uh, you do the things that you think, this is what I need to do for the first child. And that first child tends to, when you look at uh, the research on what's called family order, mm-hmm. and, and you always see the first child as more disciplined, you always see the first child where you take extra care of his physiological yeah. health to make sure it's where he's okay. they, they have everything. You know, you yeah. have all the uh, the gadgets to make sure yeah, exactly. they're safe. They're breathing all the time and all that. Yeah, and by the time you rolled around, we, <laughs> just, we just you know kind of threw you in a corner and <laughs> I, and gave you some things to play with and said it'll be okay. I, you know? I hear that we and Lauren and I hear that from so many of our friends, and I I don't know how I feel about it. Because I feel like it's like a, oh, well, you're just overprotective right now. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I would do this with every kid. But you're right. I hear the idea of, well, when you get used to it, you're not, I don't know if as worried is the same thing. But I hear that a lot of people yeah. be like, oh, well, once you have multiple kids, whatever, you're, they'll be fine. Well, and, and that's what happens with almost all families and all different uh, cultural backgrounds and whatever. That first child is really cared for because he's, and and he's special. He's, yeah. he's the first birth. He's... You know, the first child of, of yours, uh, typically he's the first grandchild if you're an elder elder son or elder yeah. daughter. And you do. You you don't want to make mistakes, especially with his physical body and his development and and his education and all of that particular stuff. You really want all of that to happen. And then by the time you're at your third or your fourth child, you're recognizing these kids are going to grow. Yeah. And hopefully you're able to do some things better that you did than you did with your first child. You don't worry so much about some of the things that you did with your first child. You know, you were always tender with that first yeah. bathing, and then you're taking a shower, and your wife, <laughs> like here. wife hands you in the kit <laughs> and says, clean his bottom off, would you? <laughs> when you look at times, and again, 43 years of fatherhood, six kids. 21 grandkids. 21 grandkids. What are times as a father... The experiences you had that you go, okay, I've done my job. What are those moments like? And what are those moments? One of the great moments of being a father that has grown children, whose grown children are having children themselves, is the thank you you get as a parent. Yeah. Where they say, gee, thanks. Yeah. And 
another one is the fond memories that they have. And I'll tell you what they remember most, Joey. They remember most the fun times you had. Yeah. They, they remember the creativity that you had, the vacations, the other things. And it's not necessarily, you know, where you went, Disneyland, everything like that. It's mostly familial relationships, mm-hmm. the relationship they have with you as a parent, the relationship they see between you and, and your wife, uh, the relationship they see as you and your wife or your spouse or you know, yeah. who you're sharing this family experience with, uh, do for them and the feelings that they had. I remember <clears throat> uh, f- uh, father talked about that they had planned this great big trip uh, back east to go see all these historical sites, and they went back and, and they had a great experience with all of this, with all of their kids. And then they, after that was over, it was uh, getting towards school time. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the last evenings before school started. And the dad and one of his sons was out in the lawn just looking at the stars and just talking. Mm-hmm. And the dad says, what did you most enjoy about uh, the summer vacation? Mm-hmm. And he thought he would say, oh, the historical sites. Yeah, this or that. Or, or, yeah. He said the time I spent with you, Dad. Yeah. And so... And so you begin to recognize that particular thing, that the the thing that's most important to the kids is the relationship they have with their dad and their mom. Yeah, and just the time yeah, that they have. Yeah, just the time spent together. Yeah. Family time is always prime time. Yeah. You know? It's, it's interesting, because I, I think about, yeah, like I, I know we went to Disneyland, and I know we went to all those places, right? And I, I do, I think... When I think of memories, I'm not exactly like, oh, I remember because it was at Disneyland or more just that it was time with family. And just some goofy things that we did. You know, just the goofy. Remember, we didn't have fireworks for one fourth of July. And so I got the hot air popcorn popper out (laughs) in the patio and we put it in there. Popcorn. We took the top off. I thought the popcorn would be bursting all over like an exploding bomb and they just dribbled out. But you know what? We all remember that. That was a good experience. Or the time we blindfolded you to put your pizzas together with this <laughs> stuff and put yeah. mittens on you so that you couldn't tell what you were. You were always big on, on uh, April Fool's. Yes, like, yeah, we did. You would, make, you would make bacon cheeseburgers for breakfast on yeah. April Fool's. Or you would have, like, I remember uh, you took one of my sister's little uh, Barbie horses and you put it in the middle of the road in front of the house. And you're like, oh, there's a big old horse out there in the middle of the road. And it was a little doll, right? Um, And and you know what? That's what families remember. Yeah. That's what families remember. They they don't remember all the money you spend Mm -hmm. on them. They don't remember all of the gifts that they got. Oh, they'll remember some of those. But what they really want is time in relationships because that's what makes memory and family connections. I think about, um, you know, parenting when, you know, if, if your kids are doing great and they're doing great in school and everything seems to be going well, um, you know, those are, those are maybe easy answers. But what happens when you're parenting and you feel like either you don't have a connection with your child or the connection with your child is struggling or they're not listening and you need to, you need to discipline? The role of a father when life isn't going great, because you brought up earlier the bitterness. Yeah. So what what do you do as a father when you are in a bitter part of it? First of all, the difficulty when children are going through an experience that they wish they wouldn't go through, mm-hmm. you have to balance all of this out with uh, their right to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yes, you can say, oh, they're choosing so poorly. But there are times, and all of us 
choose things that are that we yeah. do that are, are poor choices. And I think one of the roles that parents can do is to be there to support. Not to say, I told you so, but more to say, what have you learned from your from your choices? Yeah. And if kids recognize saying, oh, that was a terrible choice, and I really have to suffer some consequence for that, I I, I think as a parent, you can reinforce the idea that they are learning from their experiences. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you have to take a stand. Uh, for example, we had a particular child that really needed help to make sure he got through high school so mm-hmm. that we could get all of that finished. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to sit down and say, look, we've got to get this done. Yeah. We've, and and I'm, I'm going to have to curtail some of your activities so that we can be sure to get this done because this is a part of my responsibility as a parent to have you adequately self-sufficient as you enter into your young adulthood. Yeah. You know, so... But always it is a concern with for the individual rather than the law. In yeah. other words, I'm the parent, you will do what I say, uh, is not always a good way to go. But I'm a parent and I love you and I want to help you and I know what you need to be able to succeed in life. Please let's work together to be able to have that happen. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, that's the thing that I get scared about. You know, our little baby's nine months old, so I'm not, but I, I'm not worried about if he's a good kid. And I know that if he's a good kid doing the right decisions, I feel like, okay, well, then you just kind of you stay on the course. I'm worried about what if my kids do have – and they will have struggles. I don't know any teenagers and high school kids or even young adolescents that don't. But I always worry about what happens if we don't have a good relationship. And we, we, you know, what happens if my kids you – know, I, I always picture the white picket fence life and everything's happy and everything's good to go. But I always say, sit in the back of my mind, how, you know, am I prepared as a father for when things aren't going right? Yeah. One of the great experiences that we have as parents is to remember our mistakes as kids. Yeah. And, and do you bring those up? Like, when, when do you bring up all the things that you did wrong? Or do you think that gives kids an avenue to be like, oh, well, if mom and dad were screw-ups in high school, then I can be. Yeah. L- let me give an experience. Uh, I had all of you together years ago. And I don't know how the conversation got started, but you all started to talk about, here's how dad uh, disciplined us wrongly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you began to talk about all the things that I had done wrong. And I was getting pretty upset about that, thinking, wait a minute, I'm the father. Treat me with respect. But something inside me just said, sit down and shut up and listen to them. Listen to them. So here were you as a father listening to your kids and you're taking their advice. Well, no, what they're doing is saying, this is what dad did wrong. Gotcha. So you're just hearing everything that you've done wrong as a parent. And at the end of that, I was really ready to say, out of heck with you guys. (laughs) Look, I I was doing my best. I didn't have an owner's manual. When you were born, nothing came out after after you. You're waiting. Wrapped in plastic with the (laughs) owner's manual for this kid. None of that happened. And I just had a taste of deep humility. Yeah. By saying, I was wrong. Yeah. That was the wrong thing. If I were to discipline you today, I would have never done that. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us had, you can maybe remember this, but we all were a bit emotional about yeah. all of that. Yeah. The best thing dads can do is to say to their child, do this because I love you. Yeah. 
And I want you to choose to do those things that will make things better for you. Yeah. I will always love you. I may not be able to support you in the decisions that you're making. You'll always have my love. But if you choose to do something that I know is going to lead to unhappiness and is going to lead to uh, ill preparation for life, I'm going to warn you about yeah. that. A couple things that I've always thought that you've done an amazing job. I think about um, my brothers and sisters and everyone does something a little bit different. So my oldest brother does advertising and works a lot with Nike. I've got a you know sister that you know owns cattle and is on a farm. I've got an, another uh, brother that he, you know, does safety videos and is a video producer. I've got one that's getting his PhD. I've got, you know, a, a sister that um, uh, I mentioned lives on a farm, but I got another sister too that she's doing now a uh, a organization uh, company that she owns and about keeping your house organized. And then you've got me, a, a radio host with my wife, and we're um, out in public and we're entertainers and all that. You have had all of your kids go totally different. There's no family business that everyone's you know you're running. You're not. You didn't hand down the keys to a law office. You didn't hand down the keys to a family corner store or a farm. All of your kids have gone and done different and unique careers. And from my experience, you have been 120 percent supportive. Oh. Wasn't there moments you said, "Hey, be a businessman"? Like, wasn't there moments where when we're all kind of doing these? Quirky and weird and different things. How did you and how do you, if, if your kids all want to do different things, how do you always support your kids? I found that too many kids, as they look at what they want to do for a career, are looking first at how much money does this mm-hmm. going to pay. And that's not a good way to look at it. Yeah. What do you love to do? Mm-hmm. And can you find an occupation that is associated with that? Uh, your mother and I have a statement that we often say to our kids and we'll say to our grandkids, find something that you'd love to do as a career and you won't work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many in in the modern industrialized world do jobs that they just absolutely hate. They just wish they could do something different. So we've always encouraged you as our children to be able to find a career that you wanted to do that would make you happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, our job has been not to say that's going to be a dumb thing. Our job is to say we want to support you and help you do that which you feel you'll really enjoy doing for a career and to encourage you that because every single person can excel at something that they love to do. Yeah. Yeah, and just finding that. But yeah. was that was it ever hard to support you? I mean, I feel like, you know, you you would have been front row if your daughter was doing a dance competition. You know, I remember you would show up to my basketball games and I never got off the bench. Like, you know what I mean? It was was it ever was that ever hard to not always support your kids or does that just yeah. come naturally? When your kids become your friends. Yeah. You know, when when they're when they're kids and friends, yeah. when you love them for who they are and what they like, no, it's pretty easy to support. Yeah, yeah, well, that's really interesting. I, as you as you look back at, at fatherhood and as you think of the role of the father, um, biggest biggest benefits of fatherhood. Like what 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 is the thing that you will always cherish about being a dad? When you have done everything that you can do, and when you've apologized and and changed. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing things that you didn't want to do, or you've, you've tried to make up 
for the things that you did in air or weekly. And you're trying to be the kind of dad that just supports his kids and has his kids love him, not because he's the dad, but because they always feel the support from their dad Mm -hmm. and they always feel the support from their mom. And they know that their mom and their dad want them to be happy. Not to be happy out of prestige or not to be happy because of money or not to be happy because of house or yard or whatever. And and you love them to the point that you're willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, it makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, I think of the sacrifices you made. Well, this has been, you know, uh, a good over 20 minutes of you telling uh, and you talking about all your experience of 43 years of being a parent, and I'm just trying to be a sponge and soak it up. But, you know, I, I want to take a few minutes to let you know how I feel of you as a father because hearing all that and everything's ringing true. And the one thing that I, I'm so appreciative now that I didn't think so, but, um, you know, you weren't the father that taught me how to change a tire as much. I think you did once when I was I hated 15. changing right? tires. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there's so many things that, we think of fatherhood in the media and the state and the, the father is the one, and I'm not saying that this is wrong by any means, no, 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 but no. the father is the one that plays catch with you in the backyard. That's the one that punishes you and says, don't make me get your mother. Uh, the, you know, the father's the one that teaches you how to change a tire and go hunting yeah, and fishing sure. and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's wonderful. But as I look back and I'm like, you know what? My dad wasn't the one necessarily that was always the one hunting and fishing and changing tires and teaching me how to, you know, find a lug wrench. But you taught me things that were so much more important than that. You taught me how to respect women and how to love my spouse. You taught me how to chase my dreams. You taught me how to work hard at whatever I was doing. You taught me how to respect people that didn't believe the same way I did. And that's what I'm grateful for. So I, you know, I, you were able to just spread all of this joy for 20 plus minutes. And I think people are going to listen to this and their things are going to be ring true. But I just think about, that is what a father is to me. A father is is someone that teaches you life skills, but some of the most important things that you taught me, more than any other life skill, something that I do with my hands, you taught me things to do with my heart and to do with my spirit and my soul. And that is what I hope to pass down. Oh, that's good. You know, I, I, I if he loves, if, if my son, baby Jay, loves all the sports that I love, great. If he wants to watch football with me all the time, great. If he has my sense of humor in that, awesome. But I hope that I can pass down the characteristics that can make him a man. And maybe he does have to YouTube how to fix a fridge. <laughs> maybe he does have to YouTube how to, how to tie a lure. I am way more concerned about passing down the kind of person he is than the skills he has. Parents need to be two things, guides and friends. Yeah. But friends that are guides instead of just friends that don't want to lose their children and never say no. Mm-hmm. Just be a guide and just love your kids and be friends with them. This is awesome. I love you, Dad. Love you too. Fun episode. Crazy Happy Life Podcast. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we'll have more. My dad's going to join us on the show uh, in other episodes because you do, uh, what was your PhD in? Marriage and Fam- family. Marriage and family. So the the number one thing that I have to ask my dad and we'll get to in another episode is Lauren and I argue and fight. Does that mean we have a bad marriage? Because I swear I never saw you and mom fight, and I got to get to the bottom of it. So we'll have that uh, more. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the Crazy Happy Life podcast.